Hey everybody, welcome to Pocket Talk. This is Ramen Cat. That's a wheeze over there. That's a boom over there. I got nothing else to say, so I'm gonna hand it off back to them. Here you go. Guys. I'm the wheeze. I'm the boom. And I can't believe you did an intro. That was incredible. It was amazing. I was about to say something, and then he just you made it, me like, do voice show. acting, yeah. and I am on a roll tonight. I did. Well, that's it, guys. Bye. Check yep, out bye. that video coming out. This is just an ad for my YouTube channel. Dun, 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 dun. All right, Ramon Cat, what are we talking about tonight? I honest to God have no idea because I haven't been able to access anime now for the last four days because I haven't been able to log into Crunchyroll. What? Yeah. What do you mean, like, you can't, like, log in? It just was looping and then it would clear out my password and <laughs> go to re-put it back in. Oh, did you uh, reset your cookies? No. Oh, you just need to reset your cookies. Okay, but I like my cookies. Is Wait, it on... are you trying to use the app or the browser? The browser. You have to reset your cookies. Okay. I did, however, get caught up on, well, it will be a week late by the time this propaganda gets out onto the airwaves, the most recent Jujutsu Kaisen, and it was freaking amazing. Oh, yeah, with uh, yeah. Brickhouse Nanami. Yeah. So we actually have two episodes we can talk about now, Boom, because last time you were the one behind. I miss Seance, and now we're caught up. We have Seance and Dollblade to yeah. re review. Seance, as I think about it, was kind of a meh episode. The best part was... Actually, no, never mind. The fight with the old... I don't know what his name is. Old well, guy. Hang on a second. We're we're doing our we're doing our overview. Don't we jump doing? right into the jujitsu kaisen. Are you stuff. sure? Last it, week you hold you your just super saying kami kami hod the whole topic right at me. Just okay. Well, that got deleted because we were fricked up and we didn't realize we're on ep different episodes. Ah. Uh, Anyways, we yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? Nothing. We important. have a jam packed episode. You guys watched jujitsu kaisen, and I watched like two things. What'd you watch? I watched Goblin Slayer. I watched Spy Family. Wait. Anime. That's about is it. Is this the first time in like a year I've watched more anime this than is, both of you combined? Yes. You were gone half time. the work week. You yeah, guys... I was sick for two days, so I watched like 15 anime. Yeah, and I was working on my videos. I didn't get as much watched. Uh, let's see. I watched... Uh, let me pull it up here real quick. Hentai. Yes. No, I mean, no. <laughs> Take that back. <laughs> oh, I would have our ratings go up so much. I watched, uh, what is it called? Farin? Farin. Farin. Farin at Journey's End. I watched Kingdoms of Ruin, Rise of the Shield Hero Season 3, Goblin Slayer Season 2, Spy X Family Season 2, Shy, Undead, Unluck, as well as Jujutsu Kaisen. I did watch the first episode of Shy today. Yeah, that's right. You watched yeah. Shy, and then you watched... You said Spy X Family? Yep. I'm caught up on that and Goblin Slayer Season 2 because I really like Goblin Slayer. Sick. So I guess, yeah, there's your preview and now let's jump into the show. Back to Ramen Cat and Jujutsu Kaisen. Woo. Bye. And I get to go on my break. <laughs> Bye, Weez. Bring me back I'm back coffee. in an hour. So, Ramen Cat. Yeah. What did you think of Seance? You said it's like... Seance, okay, good. compared to this last episode, Seance was okay. I liked the fight with um, Yuji and Megumi fighting the, I don't, like I said, I don't know what his name was, the old guy. It was like an old sorcerer. Yeah, they didn't say his name, but it's basically an old, but like. He had like this weird reverse 
I don't know, kineticism technique where like the harder you hit him, the less he like got hurt. What did they call it? They called it like negate or something like that. Or reverse, I think it was. Yeah, they called it reverse where like the harder you hit him, the less powerful your move was. Yeah, that was a great climax. 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 When Yuji figured it out and he's just like full force goes to punch him, stops it and just flick. That was pretty cool. <laughs> fly. That did like two things, like show like the growth of um Yuji's um like character and like skills. Like he was able to take a black flash punch, stop it, and then um like basically reverse and just flick him. Yeah. Like that shows like how much like restraint and how much skill that he's gained throughout like just even the end of season one into season two, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. And then um, the fact that the end is saying uh, Toji with the gun came back. That okay, that actually caught me off guard. I was not expecting that. One, I was, I was not expecting the grandson of the the grandmother, the shapeshifter, to actually like change into Toji. That yeah. was a surprise. And then at the end, when he like when Toji's body like overrules the grandson's soul. Yeah, well that was an adult blade, but I mean that that's Toji. <laughs> yeah, that is Toji. <laughs> I wonder if it has to do with like his heavenly like pact or not. Because like his heavenly pact like enhances his body. Yeah, I don't know. Um I mean, I expected him to come back. I I thought they kind of killed him off awful quick. And- yeah um the hidden inventory arc well i think it's also like a spoiler like they have him on volumes of the manga yeah so i think he's gonna be a consistent kind of antagonist throughout the rest of the show i don't know i haven't read the manga but i mean i hope he is because he's like a super serious threat because really ghetto is kind of He's dangerous, but at the same time, all the stuff he just kind of haphazardly does. Well, and right now it's not even really ghetto. It's um, it's a curse that's controlling his body. Yeah, which I hope they elaborate more on that because that's kind of a weird thing. Yeah. They're like, huh, our villain needs to be more villainy. I like how they're concentrating on the soul more because you have Toji and Ghetto and both of them right now are technically not themselves, but different people. Yeah. And like when Ghetto first was revealed to be just the curse in the head, like his arm took control, like Ghetto's like yeah, arm tried to like choke himself. Yeah. So that's interesting. They kept on referring back to like the souls and stuff. So I'm wondering if that's going to be a bigger play it might well yeah because curses actually it will because with like yuji if you remember back in season one his punches and stuff actually are super weak but the problem is is they touch the actual like soul essence of like a target yeah that was like his cursed ability was able to like pinpoint his cursed energy more than others i think it was yeah which but, I am kind of curious as to why. And I mean, Yuji's not the main focus right now. The start's kind of all over the place. So, like, why haven't we seen Sukuna in a while? Sukuna. Oh, the um, patchwork guy? No, the uh, curse that uh, Yuji is carrying around. Yeah, that's true. Like, Although I feel he goes like he's quiet halfway something. through season one. He does, but I also feel like he's planning something. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like with the spirits trying to with what whatever volcano head and the other curses are trying to do. I feel like he might be realizing that and maybe planning something on his end. But I don't know. 
Yeah, it could be. Although we also got to see Nanami, the man of overtime working, just waste a sorcerer. <laughs> I feel like I was thinking about this. I feel like that fight was way one sided. Oh, it was because I don't care what villain you probably would have put in front of me. He probably would have killed them in that moment. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if anything, actually, that was probably the perfect villain to put him against, because at least we had more than two seconds of fight time. Yeah. But no, that was amazing. That's probably my favorite part of season two so far. Of just not me, just like face punching a sorcerer. Yeah, over and over. that was amazing. And I don't. Are you listening to it subbed or dubbed? Uh, sub. Okay, I am too. Like his voice acting is amazing. Not me. Like it's yeah. so good. I don't know. I, I actually like this is one of the animes that I like. I like both versions of it. Yeah. Like I really think who they picked for uh, I don't know who it is, but like for Yuji's voice in the dub, is actually really fitting for like his character. Yeah. Um. I think I listened to some of season one dubbed. I don't remember. No, I was watching as it came out. So. I don't know if I've heard this the dub of it yet. No. I know I watched Zero dubbed at one point. Yeah. And that was yep. pretty good. I mean, I liked all yeah. the voice Go- acting. Gojo's there. voice was spot on. Yeah. But I'll have to check it out. Maybe when I do my watch through a season one again, I'll try watching it dubbed just to see what it's like. I like it. Some of the line delivery is a little awkward just because of like the timing difference. Yeah. But outside of that, I mean, I liked it. So. Yeah. Overall, I'm enjoying this season. I'm going to be really sad when they end it. Yeah, I'm hoping they hold out at least till Halloween because it the event is taking place on Halloween. It's almost Halloween. Maybe. That needs to be the season finale is around that time. Oh, let's see. All right. So, yeah, um, it looks like we only have 12 episodes of season two. So if they're going to do a full 24, we're going to go way past. They better Halloween. do 24 and three movies. To all I expect that <laughs> by the end movies. of the year. That's my my okay, we, totally it's, it's reasonable Mappa, request. But it that would be insane. Because <laughs> what MAPPA has they're work they must be working on Attack on Titan right now, right? Yes. Maybe? It's yeah, it's almost finished. It's coming out in like a week. You mean when they're doing part tens, part two of part three to part This is actually the the end end, very end end of the show. Sure it is. Until they release half of it. Until they release half of it, and then they're like, then there's gonna be a movie for the last three chapters. Uh, Well, the guy's also adding more chapters too, I think. So wait until they do a movie to finish off the show. (laughs) Yeah. Unless they just take what he's written for the chapters and make that the I'm actual ending. Really curious how the ending's going to be. The creator for Attack on Titan was dead. No, no, people wanted him dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. He kind of, he's kind of funny because he's like, yeah, it didn't really turn out the way I wanted it to. Man, talk about Mandela effect. Yeah, kind of. But no, um, it's going to be interesting to see what Attack on Titan does. But overall, Mappa's blown. Jujutsu Kaisen out of the park. Yeah. Didn't they also do Chainsaw Man? Yes. All right. We need more of that, too. Mappa's doing everything. Basically. Actually, I don't know what else currently they're doing. I haven't been paying attention to the studios. Hurry up and help Bug Studios finish Psalm 100. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I think uh, Bug Studios is making fun of Mappa, so. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Still, they need help. All right, so anyways. Weez, what do you got? 
All right, so since I'm back from my break, I've got... Where's that coffee? I've got Goblin Slayer Season 2. I love, That is definitely not cool. I it's love cool. Goblin Slayer. It's such a fun show. So yeah, didn't you us- like Episode 1 where there was no Goblin <laughs> Slaying whatsoever? Yeah, Episode 1 wasn't the best. Okay, you keep like saying I've heard you say that all throughout the day. Is there usually Goblin Slaying in some episode or like every episode? Yes. yes. Like just even if it's just randomly just one goblin. Usually, just- Basically, so- yeah. It's it's a dungeon crawl RPG adventure. So they just go through a dungeon and kill goblins. That's the show. That actually most sounds of the characters boring. most it's, of the characters don't have actual names. They're called elf, archer, dwarf, dwarf, uh, shaman, shaman, um, the priestess, priestess, is just priestess. goblin slayer. Um, I think even the clerk lady doesn't yeah, even have a name. Yeah, she's just like the clerk lady or whatever. Like, they don't have names. This feels like legit, it, like just a D&D campaign where the D&D, the DM's just like, uh, this is the store owner. The world building is also that there's gods that roll dice to decide what happens in the world. Right. So gods it is, it is, like, it is very specifically a D&D game. The thing that makes... so. Matt Mercer's face is just going to pop out of the sky. I also like thought... the Teletubbies is going to be the sun. <laughs> I also thought that it sounded boring because that's all I heard about it was just yeah. like, God, they fight goblins. The interesting thing is the main character who is kind of like a Mandalorian style of character where he's like very quiet and focused on his mission and everything he does is just for that. But through this party that he goes on adventures with, he starts to like slowly change and open up more and stuff. So you get to see more about him. And that's the most interesting. part. Yeah, it was really interesting when um, he heard that the young mage character, it was going to go kill goblins by himself. Yeah. And like his first words out of his mouth is like, you can't go kill goblins on yourself. And I was just like, wait a second. That's what you were doing. (laughs) You didn't want to join a party. And then um, he... He also the the end of the the last episode where he hears that the kid's uh sister like got killed by goblins and he was the one that like finished her off after she got poisoned. Yeah. In the first episode that was pretty cool. And then he just like sits there and kind of like mourns it. It was cool seeing him show emotion. But there's just a lot of like little subtle interesting things. Also the way that they go through fighting goblins is really interesting cuz they always have like interesting strategies it's not like they just walk in and kill everything they're always like there's traps here there's a prisoner we have to rescue there's all this stuff going on and it's it's a good show it's it's really fun for me to watch but there was no goblin killing there was no goblin killing there was inferred goblin killing but it never really they never really went through it also there's a beginning thing where they kind of showed flashbacks to them killing goblins the next episode they go through and fight goblins and then there's a random like troll there too they have to fight i am really interested i want i doubt they will but like they explain the reason why like there's trolls and like beholders and stuff and goblin layers like in season one there's just a beholder Probably because goblins usually rally around a more powerful leader in most D&D stuff. Yeah, I think that is the thing, too, because they often will, like, serve another thing, be used That's by it. That's true. Also, it just kind of fits the narrative of inject random monster. It's also cool that, like, another thing is goblins are really, like, not considered powerful enemies. They're really weak enemies, but Goblin Slayer knows how dangerous they are, and other people tend to... uh 
tend to not expect them to be. Mm-hmm. So he he's always like super cautious, super prepared, and everyone around him is like, "What's this weird guy that just kills like level one monsters?" Yeah, and then they go and they get absolutely destroyed by goblins. It is cool though that he is um he's like actually taking so like in season two it starts in the spring so there's a bunch of new ventures and stuff signing up for the guild and of course all of them want to go kill goblins right because they think goblins are like the first level thing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he's like telling all these like he's giving them all like words of advice like mark your potions like so that way you're not mixing them up and then he's telling all of them don't go kill goblins go kill rats yeah (laughs) it's like go fight rats in the sewers and that just sounds like if anybody's ever played the old text adventure games on like the internet or something like that it definitely feels like a mentor type character just being like you should not be in these woods go to the sewers and go kill rats (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of really cool subtlety to the show because it's like he doesn't care about fighting other things. He'll kill them because he has to. Yeah. But like he loves killing goblins. It's just he hates them so much. They like they like invaded his village when he was a kid. And I think they killed his sister. And so he just hates goblins and hates when they uh when they do things and capture when people. When they do goblin things. They're also, yeah, they're also just like one of the worst monsters. But anyways, the second season is good. It's a different studio. And it looks different. The art style threw me off for like the first it is 10 minutes. so much brighter and more like cartoonish. That's what I felt. Like, that's why episode one was so yeah. weird. I'm just like, what am and I it feels watching? Weird. They also, it's kind of an upgrade is they don't have the CGI Goblin Slayer. Yes. Because in, <clears throat> in the original studio, they had a CGI Goblin Slayer, which they used for a lot of shots. Mostly when he was moving or like background or anything. If some shots when he was close up, they would just do like a drawing of his helmet and stuff. But uh, they used his CG version a lot and it was noticeable. This version they haven't, but the animation also is a little weird. It's not like super good, but it's not bad either. So it's just like it's more like the um, isekai art style. Yeah, it is. I looked up the studio and that's pretty much what they that makes sense. But I mean, it fits. I mean, it also they made Berserk the bad Berserk, oh, the they? CG one. Uh, this is their redemption. You're gonna get the walk away. Just dun dun dun. <laughs> well, the or reason, the, uh, or the sound of the radiator falling down the stairway. Yeah. Just the clang 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 clang. <laughs> the reason the the CGI Berserk was so bad because guess how much CGI they've done before this? None. None. The Berserk. <laughs> berserk. Yeah. Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> But no, I, I'm enjoying Goblin Slayer. I think my favorite animes this season is probably going to be Jujutsu Kaisen, if that counts. Mm-hmm. Goblin Slayer. Shy is up there. I'm really yeah. enjoying that story. And then Undead Unluck is like my number five, I think. Mm. Is that five, four or five, whatever. 24. I'll have to keep watching Shy because yeah. the first episode was fine. It's... It gets interesting. It's definitely a slow crawl. Yeah. But like near the end of episode, I think it's three. There's three episodes. So near the end of episode three, you're just like, okay, this world is like going places. Yeah. That you actually want to check out. It kind of feels like a Madoka Magica. Type I of do thing. like the idea of there's only like one hero per like country. Like it's a yeah. big deal if you're a hero because a lot of times it's like, Oh, there's a superhero. There's like 200 superheroes here, and there's like another thousand superheroes here. And then it's like, 
being a superhero really isn't that cool anymore. It's just like half of the population's a superhero. So it's I love cool how seeing Weeze says this like he's tried to be in the superhero business. <laughs> yeah, modern day there's just everyone's a superhero. All these stupid kids being like, I want to be a superhero when I grow up. And then they're, they having fall into a reactor. Martian invasion. <laughs> and they fall into a reactor and they've got abilities. They open up black holes. <sighs> it is interesting, though, that, that I haven't seen, obviously, all the heroes. But what I can understand, none of the heroes are, like, broken. Yeah. Or busted. Like, I think Shy has, like, fire powers, kind of. Yeah, she's... Um, a lot of them seem to just be, like strength and then some other like weird thing that they can do see yeah. personal opinion when you make superheroes and supervillains durability and super strength like not superman level but just ultra strong should just be a base default like this Most, is what every character that's has. kind of how they introduced these heroes like world war three is about to start and then these heroes showed up and they just the way they describe it in the opening credits is that they were had superhuman strength Oh, they didn't good. mention cool powers or anything like yeah. that. So it very much seems like they're durable and they just have super strength. But like each of them have seems to have a unique power. Like the Russian girl can like do this yeah. like cloud thing where she can like grab people with like a cloud type form or whatever. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't know. I like it. It's I don't know. I'm kind of a sucker for superhero things. Yeah. So if it's half decent and not like what Marvel's writing nowadays, I'll probably watch it. Yeah. It seems kind of generic in the first episode, but it's also not. It also like See, that's has the, some interesting that's things the about problem it. with most superhero stuff nowadays. It's not generic. And with superhero stuff, you can make it generic yeah. and make it lovable. And I feel yeah. like that's kind of what it's doing because it also has interesting things like she catches. It feels grounded in some ways because of how she like there's this part in the first episode where there's a, a roller coaster that malfunctions. Yeah. And she has to save them and she saves them like one by one really slowly. She just like jumps up, grabs the person, falls down and has this like floating thing she does as she lands. Got one. Let's them go, <laughs> jumps to the next one and it's like really slow. And then the last person uh, she has to like catch the whole thing because it like flew off the rails because it was like upside down and then it like fell backwards and it flew off the tracks so she catches the thing but it's like really hard impact and then she's like runs up to the last person that's in there and she's just like covered in blood unconscious and it's like okay this person it wasn't just like the stupid superhero thing where they're like Spider-Man swings through the city and yeah, catches this them. person. Yeah, Spider-Man stops like, the subway that, train without causing any that injury. That person would be super dead. So it's kind of interesting. It shows like... Honestly, it reminded me of the scene from... You guys remember the original Incredibles? Where mm, Mr. Incredible yeah. stops the train. Mm-hmm. And like everybody on the train wants to sue him because like yeah. he stopped a moving train, so they all got like broken limbs and, and there's like stuff. the the suicidal guy that like jumps off the building and he like catches him and it like breaks his legs and stuff and yeah yeah but no it reminded me of that scene and then the news article started coming up where they're like people are discussing like restrictions on superheroes I'm like oh my god it's anime Incredibles <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Incredibles is such a good series. Well, it was such a good movie. The second one sucked. Yeah. Well, I'm, everybody wanted a second one. 
And then we got the second one. We definitely did not. Deserve. And then there was, yeah, it was like, what's with the mole guy? And then it was like mind slavers. Like, uh. yeah. See, the thing was, the uh, main Incredibles good was it just had a really good villain. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It had a really good. Well, it story. had that self-made villain. Yeah. It was so ahead of its time, too. It, it feels really like it was like parody of modern day uh, superhero stuff. Like it did like the whole Ultron like theme yeah before ultron was out mm-hmm. type of thing like it was pretty good but yeah no shy for what it is so far it's definitely not going to be season anime of like the season or the anime of the year or anything i don't even know if they'll get any rewards but like it's good it's yeah. not bad i'm gonna watch it and enjoy it there's not a ton of anime superhero stuff either yeah so exactly kinda... so i'm excited for it other than that i've watched spy family which is good it's yeah. Spy Family. If you like Spy Family, you'll like it. <laughs> I liked the first episode of season two way more than season or episode two. I said I said that wrong. I liked episode one of season two way more than episode two. Just because I thought it was funny that they were all trying to make your feel better. And the only reason she was bad is because she got shot in the butt. I mean, I'd be pretty yeah. grumpy about that, too, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, the... it's like she couldn't tell anybody because, of course, she's trying to hide that yeah. she's an assassin. But she gets done. Like, the first thing, she just kills this entire room of people. And one person, his last dying thing is he shoots her. She gets shot in the butt. So now her, like, obviously she is in pain. But she can't tell anybody. So everybody thinks she's just grumpy because they asked her to do too much stuff. So they're like, let's go on a date. Uh, Twilight's like, let's go on a date. She wants to go on the date, but she can't sit down. She can't do anything. So she just looks grumpy the whole day. And then it ends with the waiter of the restaurant they go to was part of that gang. And he's like, I have to avenge my gang. So he makes a poison for her. He just puts a bunch of blowfish poison into a cup. She drinks it, and since she's an assassin and is immune to poison, it makes her feel better. Yeah, yeah like oh, dull. It just makes her numb. It dull, yeah. yeah, it makes her numb, and then she feels great. And then you, then uh, Lloyd is like, "Okay, I did a good job. She's happy now." And then the next day, it's like the, she feels the, even more. The poison me. wore off, and she's like, <laughs> "Yeah." The next episode was. But doesn't he know she's an assassin? No. Oh, that's the dynamic. Is like the daughter is a telepath. Yep. The parents don't know that. The father is an assassin, or not an assassin, is a spy that brought together the family to his mission. Yep. Nobody else knows that, well, besides for the kid. Yeah. Yeah, the kid and doesn't then, she know kind of everything that's going yeah, on? Yeah, it's kind of, because she can read their minds, but she's only getting what they're thinking. She's also kind yeah. of dumb. So She's she, like three or four years old. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, she lied about her age. She lied, like, how smart she was and stuff. Like, she uses her telepath stuff to kind of get around and do things that she shouldn't normally be able to do. Yeah. And then the wife, Yor, is a famous assassin, but she just kind of daylights as this um, city hall worker and just randomly meets up with Twilight and, like, is, like, the perfect match for him. (laughs) And then um, her brother is a like inquisitor for the opposite side that Lloyd is on. Oh no. And he's then, um secret police for yeah. the side that he's infiltrated right now. Yeah. He's not he's on the not, same side. Yeah. As, he's not on Lloyd's side. He's on the opposite side. Cause Lloyd is part of a different, it's kind of like the Russian, the cold war Russian dynamic. Yeah. He's on, I guess what would 
consider the U.S. side kind yeah. of. Yeah. And like your and her brother and stuff are all from the Russian side. Oh, okay. And so he's part of the secret police. Yeah. And so there's, then there's the main, then Anya's classmate is this kid that she's supposed to become friends with so that her dad can get in contact with his dad because, and convince him to not start a war or kill him or something. His dad, the kid's dad, is like a head up uh, military official in the government. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he's like really powerful and like the person to be afraid of. And then their dog is part of this experiment thing where he can see into the future. <laughs> yeah, the first part of episode two was pretty good <laughs> where he has this future of him dying because yours going to feed him food and yours sucks at cooking. So like she's going to poison the dog accidentally. So the <laughs> first part of the episode two is all about this dog trying to find Twilight to cook him dinner so that way he doesn't die. And it was like he's half like seen into the future and half like worrying about what could happen because of what he's oh, yeah, in the future. So it's like he thinks he's going to die in so many ways and just, yeah. It, that was and at great. the end of it, um, Lloyd or Twilight and the dog um, Bond end up teaming up together to fight the this <laughs> medical facility that's making a truth serum because uh, Lloyd has to get the serum for his agency. <laughs> so the dog teams up with him so that way he can get home in time to cook him dinner. <laughs> it's like you talk about all the time that you like relaxed shows. Mm-hmm. It feels that way. It's a very relaxed show because it's very childish in some ways. Yeah. It's very like fun, just like classic. It kind of pays homage to like the old yeah. style of stories and stuff. It's great. I think you should check it out. So I plan on it eventually. There's a movie coming out for it as well. Is there? If you watch the series, then we can all watch the movie in theaters. That'd be fun. And then I can horribly disappoint you by not watching it. Yeah, and then I make you go watch the movie anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you watch One Piece Red. You never watched One Piece before that. I didn't have a say in that. Well, you don't have a say in this. This show is really easy. It was easy. a different scenario. <laughs> this show would be Not really much easy. The reason is currently sleeping on the couch. <laughs> this show would be really easy to watch without oh, okay. any context. Yeah. It's just like spy, assassin. They don't know what's going spy, on. Spy, assassin, child. Child. Dog. Child knows what's going on. Dog. But yeah, um, what else do we got? I don't have anything else for anime. Boom over here, just like I got old anime. Yeah, well, I watched like the first two or three episodes of like most of the anime. Well, not most of it. A lot of the anime coming out. Um, I think Rise of the Shield Hero season three is going to be way better than season two. Nice. Like, first of all, there's no giant cgi turtle that's always a plus uh they're not like just instantly making joke characters like frontline and center in the mm-hmm. story which is even better and they actually got back to like the roots of what the story is about which is like this guy teleported to a new world trying to make the best of things and trying to do it like smartly like the story so far is all about him trying to build up his own plot of land, his own kingdom, mm-hmm. to, like fight against like the calamities and stuff. They're like going to come. He's part of the, a hero cast. Mm-hmm. There's a shield, there's a spear, there's a yeah. bow, a sword. I think it's sword. Yeah. Sword. And like all of them are supposed to fight these calamities that come. And like 
through season one and two, he gets a plot of land and is like ruling over like the demi humans because like he's the only one that's not racist apparently in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, so like in season three, apparently he's like going around the world and trying to like buy up the slaves and stuff that got slate like sold into slavery and stuff. So so far the story is really good. That's cool. A little cheesy for isekai, but I mean it's good isekai, so I like it. Nice. Uh, what else do we have? We have Undead Unluck, which is on Hulu. So I don't know how well that's going to do. Mm. Apparently shows are on Hulu don't do too well unless it's Bleach. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a really good story. I was actually talking to Ramen Cat today about it, and he seemed mildly disturbed by it. So <laughs> Mildly disturbed, moderately interested. I th- you have Hulu? No. Uh, I might give you my Hulu so you can watch it. It's really good, but... That show, it's basically take like the the modern storyline of like people having powers. Mm-hmm. And so the, the story starts with like this girl. She's about to jump off a train bridge, like just into the subway and die because apparently whenever somebody touches her, she they instantly have the worst luck possible. All their good luck leaves them and they have the worst luck possible. So much so that they usually die. So, like, this one guy comes up to her, and he's like, what are you doing? She's like, well, I'm about to end it all. And he's like, no, you're not, type of thing. So, he goes to grab her, grabs her, picks her up, puts her back on the bridge, and he's standing on the edge. And she's like, why did you do that? Now you're going to have unluck. And he's like, what do you mean? And the bridge just collapses. (laughs) And as it collapses, he falls, and a train instantly just hits him. (laughs) And she's like, oh, God, somebody else died again. Now I really have to end it all. Well, from behind her, this head with blood just spurting from it just comes flying up around the bridge and the guy just regenerates. (laughs) Apparently he's called what is undead. So he can just like regenerate. But it's interesting how he does it. Like he explosively regenerates, (laughs) meaning he can like just spurt blood out of his arms and legs and kind of like fly around. Like he's got jetpack stuff. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> it is kind of terrifying. Most of the time he is butt ass naked as well. <laughs> but so he's like, cause he's been around for a very long time. Like he has a tattoo. I think kind of gives you an idea how long he's been, been around. It says 1846 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's 2020 in this show. Mm. So like, he's like, wow, I finally found somebody that might be able to kill me. Cause you give me a luck. So he kidnaps her, brings her to his secret lair, and is like, okay, now we're going to test this and figure out how much unluck you can give me. <laughs> Not to spoil the whole show, but certain things happen. There's this organization that's hunting them down. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the first episode, um, she kisses him because she thinks that's like one of the worst luck she can bestow on somebody. Yeah. The end of it, to end the whole entire flight, a freaking meteor falls on the guy because she kisses him. <laughs> Apparently, that's not enough for him because he kidnaps her again and now is running away from the law, basically. Dang, so it's two characters that just want to die. Kind of? <laughs> they kind of can't die. One wants to die more than the other. The other one doesn't want to die necessarily. She just thinks she needs to die because yeah, she can't be interact off. with anybody. Yeah. The other one has been around for such a long time that he just wants one to find thing. something that can kill him. <laughs> just that one thing, just so you know what to stay away from. 
He just finds out it's like you're allergic to peanut butter. He's oh, like, what? Oh, okay, better. The way he puts it is he wants to find the best way to the best murder possible. <laughs> the best way to get murdered as all possible. I don't know how much better you can get than a freaking meteor falling on you and just like creating a giant crater. Yeah. But I feel like at that point I'm like, I'm probably not gonna die. <laughs> yeah, he just walks out of it fine. I'm just like that would have like atomized you. Like it hit you. Like he even says, he's like, well, I've never been hit in the face by a meteor before. In the face, like, but obviously other places. I don't know, man. But it's interesting. Show's going to turn into Moonfall or something. Kind of. I mean, there's this whole dynamic with like the secret organization hunting them and stuff. Hmm. So it's interesting. It's kind of like um, a weird like X-Men type show. We have like mutants and stuff walking around and there's other mutants trying to hunt them down and like, yeah, either help them or get rid of them or something like that. So it's pretty good. Nice. Besides for that, the other other one I watched is a show called Kingdoms of Ruin or yeah, Kingdoms, Kingdoms of Ruin, which is about modern day fantasy world where in the beginning witches and humans are created the witches were supposed to like help slash oversee the humans that's what god told them to do Mm -hmm. but then eventually humans get to basically gain too much knowledge for their own good start creating science they start going into this era called the the era of gears where they have like satellites cell phones guns stuff like that and the witches all get executed in like exterminated because the humans think that they're like oppressing them and they all need to go away Mm -hmm. they open up the show with a kid a witch's apprentice which is a human following a witch well the witch gets just basically murdered in the first episode the witch's apprentice gets locked away for 10 years and the second episode is about him breaking out for various circumstances and then just going on a murder rampage in the city where he creates a giant replica of his witch teacher <laughs> and just starts like Godzillaing this entire city and just murdering everybody. And apparently he just wants to murder all humans. So it's a villain show. Kind of. Villain nice. being justified, I guess, that one of those stories where you're just like, I'm not sure if I should root for the villains or not. Yeah. But that one is more, I'm going to watch to see where it goes, but I'm not too excited about it. It's a pretty like classic, I don't know, kind of like classic revenge. Yeah, story. classic revenge story. So I don't know. That's about it for me. World building sounds cool. Yeah, the world building is pretty cool. I like the idea of them having like fantasy and sci-fi elements mixed. Because mm-hmm. there's still magic. Technically, the humans use magic, but it's in like just in a technology. Way. Yeah, mm-hmm. technology ways and stuff like that. So it's interesting. Cool. I think we are on to Nerd Dump. Cue cricket sounds. <laughs> I've, I watched John Wick 3, which I mentioned last time I watched the first two John Wicks. You finished John I finished John Wick 3. What did you think of it? It was pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't, uh, people hate, so a lot of people said they hated the ending, but I didn't hate it. It was fine. I thought the ending was good. Yeah. I mean, it, it sets up part four pretty well it's kind of john wick's thing that he gets like screwed over by everybody and still just like kills everybody he's got the berserk thing going on yeah doesn't he like nobody likes him right now yeah like end of 
part three. And then he's like, come on, man. It's funny because they're like, ah, you were just doing, you just uh, declared this is your own property and, and fought back as a show of force to like prove your worth or whatever. Okay, yeah. the council accepts it. And it's like, John Wick was the reason you had that force. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody should just realize like this guy is the reason <laughs> turns out he's just the god of the assassins he is the baba yaga yeah so. just like to do okay. it once one thing i don't know if i might have missed it or something is number three where he goes out into the desert and meets like the supposed like king of assassins or something like he that. meets the high table like guy that's in charge of the high table or whatever oh, okay is I- that a number three yeah, I, I still uh, remember that number four. I never was, understood what that like scene was. That in was. three or two? No, that was three. There's a scene in four where he's in the desert, but like There's... he like cuts off his finger. Yeah, he gets his finger cut off, and they put like a seal on it, and they're like, "Okay, you." I feel like that was what, what, two. What was the reason? Yeah, that was that? in two because he goes to the one guy, and he's like, "I need to see the high table guy because he has a bounty on himself." Are you sure? I think it's. Uh, three. maybe it was three. It's three because it's right. They after. Don't it's All right, let's right. pause this and just watch the entire John Wick yeah. series. Yeah, it, it's three because it's like right after him, and I think it was yeah. Halle Berry go through and just murder spree dog walk through a bunch of people. Yeah, it was. Oh yeah, and it was because he killed the guy in two that he had the bounty on his head and stuff. So okay, like, but what was the whole point of like him going meeting with a high table guy? Like what? what because he needed to have a way to redeem himself so he wouldn't be hunted for the rest of his life because he killed the guy in the um in the what's it called the continent continental and so that is a a capital punishment offense like you just get killed if you excommunicado yeah whatever they call it. right I, I know that it's just it's like i don't know why so he like... was like i want to talk to the guy so i can be like what do i have to do to repay it and then he did. And then they were like, do this. Go kill the guy that was in charge of the Continental. And then he goes to that guy. And that guy's like, I don't want to, I don't want to die. Let's fight against the high table. And John's like, okay. Oh, yeah, because um the the hotel clerk, the hotel owner's like also in trouble. Yeah. Cause he didn't kill john right like, immediately yeah. That, oh yeah that's right because of the fact they're both kind of in a way oh yeah runs. because that's also the one with uh what's his name in it um the older guy he plays green goblin that was Defoe. the first one wait defoe's in the first yeah one? he's in the first one he gets killed i thought he was in the third one no he was the first one he was the only guy that like that was like friends to john wake oh that's right and that's why legit he friends yeah, yeah. That makes sense so only good guy yeah I mean, only guy in John Wick's side. I don't know if John yeah, Wick's a good guy. Yeah, John Wick's a good guy. I mean, John Wick's I a mean, bad guy, but everyone else is like worse. Nah, John Wick's a good guy. He's just... Is he the good guy, or is he just the guy that we need? Someone killed his puppy. I will justify any man going on an assassin murder spree for the death of his <laughs> Okay, dog. I can yeah. justify movie one. Movie but two. But what about two through four? That seems a little excessive. Movie two was like they're like, hey, you had this like contract, and he's like, you don't want to. And then they burn down his house. It's like, how would you not know what this contract means? And he's like, fine, I'll do it. And then he does it, and then he's like, I know I'm framed, and then goes to kill the other guy and kills him in the Continental, which is also a bad idea. 
He should have just stalked him. But... You know, John Wick's not the smartest man alive. He's no. Not. He's he's like so confident in his abilities, though. He's just like whatever. Yeah, you take him. True. It's basically when you put a character, it's just pure instinct. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So yeah, John Wick three was pretty good. Nice. Now don't go move on to four. Yeah, I'll have to watch. Which it reminds again. me, I want to watch Nobody again for like the <laughs> fifth time. Why don't we watch Sisu instead? But I own Nobody. <laughs> well, that's true. We could watch Nobody and then Sisu. Or we watch Sisu, then Nobody, then John Wick. Chronological order? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like John Wick Wait, is kind of in uh, like a futuristic timeline. When, when those... Um... Bad Santa... Or not bad um, uh, Violent Night could be interjected anywhere. I feel like Violent Night's in between Nobody and John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. I need this director to make me a Doom movie. I can't wait for John Wick 12 when he's like, Keanu Reeves is in a wheelchair and he's just guns spinning out, just taking people's yeah. legs out. Well, we all know in, in franchises that go way too long, episode 10 is always when they go to space. <laughs> yeah. So episode 10 is John Wick, like in a cyber body in space fighting. Well, okay, that's the Doom movie. Yeah. It's John Wick in a power suit fighting demons. Yep. And then 12 is when he's old and then in a wheelchair. Yep. Obviously, that's how it has to go. Oh, what else we got for the nerd? Dang. I'm kind of ruffling through the garbage pile here. I was I hoping Keanu anything. Reeves had, a, had children and then they could play him as in the future, but he doesn't. I don't even think. Does he have a wife? Um, No, I don't think so. Yeah, he's kind of a. Lonely man. Yep. He's just chill dude. He's a nice dude, though. Yeah, he's right here. Until he gets uploaded into a cyber chip and put into your head and tries to Speaking overwrite your program. Keanu Reeves, I was a, uh, I didn't get a chance to because I got sick and I decided to watch anime instead, but I was going to start a playthrough of Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah? Mm. Yeah. So, question to you, Ramen Cat What should I build? I don't know because currently I am trying to build a Ninja Netrunner. Okay. No ranged weapons, all swords, because now you can deflect bullets back into people. That's sick. And also, you have your throwing knives and the garrote wire or whatever it is. I kind of feel like I just want to shoot people. Then just go straight into just the strength and stuff. Shotguns, mini or machine guns, hammers. Okay. <laughs> so it's not it's not like a lot of games where you can just have builds that you do then. You can. Uh, the way that they did it, the way they reworked the skills is actually to reflect more on the characters from Edge Runners. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Uh, because Edge Runners made cyberpunk pretty much. And when the yeah. skills didn't meet up with the characters, they're like, wait a minute. Yeah, everybody wants to be the Rebecca. <laughs> well, a lot of people were like, like the first skill tree i don't remember which one it is i think it's the agility or something it's like the very last thing is like david's ability to like oh the, the stand stand so thingy yeah so <laughs> you can like slow down time and just like zip all around wasn't that an augment that you had to get before yeah it's a skill now that the way that they did it they changed a lot of the mechanics like uh armor is no longer clothing clothing is all purely cosmetic it's actually like your cyberware that determines your defense output so it sounds like they went away from the rpg like tabletop and made game it and made it more thing. into a video game yeah which 
makes sense. Well, and it's also a play on that thing, kind of like again in like edge runners, you've seen characters getting shot up and stuff, but yeah, it just bounces of off of their like, skin and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So that I I liked it. It's still really buggy. And I don't know if that's just mine or not. So fair warning on that. I mean, at this point, if I you just, just want if, good... if you just pretend it's your cyberware glitching out, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it the reason I'm going to start a cyberpunk playthrough is I do want to play it because mm-hmm. I do want to actually listen to the I want to see the story. But at the same time, I too broke to get Baldur's Gate three <laughs> or Starfield. And I already have cyberpunk. So I'm like, eh. I don't, you know what? Honestly, out of all the recent games, neither Baldur's Gate nor Starfield look appealing to me at all. Really? They look boring. Starfield. Yeah, I could see Starfield. Starfield looks boring. like a snooze fest. Every bit of gameplay I see, it looks so boring and barren. Yeah. Baldur's Gate, it looks good, but I still feel like it'd be really boring. I don't know. I tried playing um, Divinity original sin 2 i did get bored of that pretty quick but i don't know i was kind of hoping if i got it i'd get more engrossed into the story because i kind of know the D world but yeah i don't know i guess i'll play cyberpunk and just stay broke for a while <laughs> <laughs> i did start playing and a lot of people probably won't know what it is because it's a new well newer i think it was made in 2020 a video game called my uh, dude that was three years ago well newer like there's a second game coming out but it's it's a throwback to the old like shooter games like um duke nukem and blood and stuff it's called ion fury it's basically a running gun cyberpunk type thing but like with old retro graphics oh that's cool incredibly violent a lot of pop culture <laughs> references and stuff. It's just it's a game that doesn't take itself too seriously. Just like gotcha. most of those kind of games never did. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's pretty cool. It's fun. I mean, if you like retro games, I'd suggest I plan on getting the second one when it finally comes out. I actually mainly got it because I found out that there is a form of software that you can build games and build in the build engine, which is like from the 90s. Okay. But I needed a game to pull assets from, like information and stuff. So I bought it to grab information from to play around with the track. Wait, don't you have enough old retro games to do that with? They're all on Steam. Instead of Steam, you can't access into like the uh, files where um, GOG allows you to. Yeah, so if you it's ever, non-DRM stuff. Yeah. Right. So if you ever want to mod something or anything like that, just go through GOG. And yeah, that makes sense. good to go. Yeah. So, yeah, that's okay. my new game. I completely forgot over summertime due to many incidents in life that Lies of P came out. Yeah, I was kind of surprised you forgot about that. Yeah. It kind of came into like mixed reviews. Well, they didn't ever give a solid set release date. They're like sometime in summer. Yeah. Um, it actually came out like pretty well in the fall. Yeah, it was September, but, I think, or late August. Guess that is summer still. We're not even in fall yet, are we? Yeah, we are. Are yeah. we? So yeah, it was a good. It, it's a good game so far. Yeah, I'm excited for the Spider-Man game. It I don't know when I'll get it. Another one, two. Yeah, another Spider-Man. So there's Spider-Man. Game? Yeah, there's Spider-Man Miles Morales, which is a Spider-Man spin-off. Game. It doesn't really count. It's kind of like what, like a large DLC, basically. Pretty much, yeah. It the 
the fighting, like although all the combat and everything is like exactly the same, it's just the st- abilities that you have as and the modding models. capability. When it's... I see Shrek swinging to the city. <laughs> no, that's when they ported Spider Man One to the PC. Oh. It's kind of cool because Spider Man, the original Spider Man game, was just your Peter Parker. You go through the story, you get introduced to all the Spider Man stuff in yeah. their version of it, and then the next game is Miles, and you play as Miles the whole time, and you go on a separate small adventure while Peter is off somewhere with mj and then it the the next game is going to be both and you get to like switch between characters um back and forth so which is and kinda... they also have the symbiote suit which looks yeah. kind of interesting to play with it does and and so are they making kind of miles like a um like a sidekick or something kind of like yeah partner? in yeah. the comics he's kind of turned into that Oh, in really? small ways I usually miles was like a separate like usually it was spider-man died yeah. and then miles took over but in this one it they're both at the in some the stories time. they've also retconned it as well where miles is just in the main line story sometimes okay this spider-man is cool too because the first game you start out he's been spider-man for like seven years or something mm-hmm. so it's not like you're new to it it's like he knows what to do yeah. he's he's fought a bunch of people before it's not like a it is interesting it because out. like the Spider-Man storyline, you know, like you always hear like the Bat family. Mm-hmm. There's like a bunch of Batman variants. Like mm-hmm. there's like Batwoman, like Nighthawk, stuff like that. Yeah. Spider-Man's kind of turned into that where there's yeah. a Spider-Man family. Okay. Like you have like there's a clone of Spider-Man. There's like several different Spider-Women. There's, yeah. Yep. Well, I think Batman and Spider-Man are the biggest superheroes. Most Somehow. Popular. Yeah. That and then I think it's like Captain America, Superman, Iron Man's big just because of the movies. Yeah, just Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr.'s big (laughs) because nobody really liked his character before him. Yeah, he was like kind of a not super popular. Yeah. Well, I think this silence indicates that maybe we are done for the day. I watched Loki. Oh, did you? Yeah. Is it good? It is good. I think it's the only good Marvel show at this point. Yep. Probably. I mean, I started seeing the trailers for the new Marvel movie that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, was it oh, oh, it's Marvels. Marvels. Yeah. It's about Captain America. Or Cap- not Captain America. <laughs> Captain. <laughs> Old Captain America. Like Flying the, through space. The, uh, the version no. when he's gone through time. So he's Captain like Marvel or Carol Danvers. Miss Marvel, which they did a series on. She's not even been in a movie. Yeah. Yet. And then who the heck is the that was her co-pilot friend or whatever. whatever. No, Marvel's dead. She was also that was a character from like the 50s or something, wasn't it? That was the the first Captain Marvel. Yeah. But in the movies, he dies giving Captain Marvel powers, if I remember right. Yeah, that's how the comics are, too. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. But there's another girl lady that's she was in WandaVision. That's where she got her powers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. She got warped through Wanda's thing. Yeah. Wanda's character sucks. They did her so bad. Yeah, they did. But, okay, so <laughs> I'll try watching Loki. I'll, I finished um Ahsoka. Oh, nice. Yeah. What do you think of it? It was really good. Yeah, I liked it. I, oh. I liked how they ended it. I, I find spoilers that they did... Um... Uh, zombie troopers they did yeah they did and it was amazing it was cool i was waiting Although a lot it. of people wanted like the uh what is it the um death troopers death troopers or what's the name of the book series oh red harvest 
see the red harvest the one where it's like the ship death they... troopers oh is it okay yeah yeah which i mean if you have zombies now it's it might be kinda... later well, okay so dave Fil- the one thing i don't like that dave filoni did is he took aspects of the expanded universe mm-hmm. and warped it and changed it and put it in clone wars Oh, okay. So now yeah. canonically, anything that's zombie has to be related to Dathomir for some reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, so now you like, can't just well, have they kind of do that except for the like brain invaders thing. That's different. But with the that's, that's like kind of a hive mind. Yeah. With the ori- or with the original Death Troopers thing, wasn't that like with like Sith alchemy or something? That was Sith alchemy, but that was an infected. Yeah, it was like essential, a disease, like wasn't it? it was an infected, I think, plant mm-hmm. that this star that this star destroyer was researching, and it got loose on the ship, and then literally Han Solo and Chewbacca just randomly get called out to investigate it, and now they're fighting zombies on their starship. <laughs> like that's how the whole book goes. I love how it's like they interject stuff in that stories, and that's like when you see characters again, and Louis like, nope, not scarred by anything. All these horrible things I've seen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The main problem, I think, with a lot of the Star Wars shows coming out right now is that they're like, they end with like, why don't you check out the movie that's going to come out to complete the story? Yeah. Like, I feel like one of the reason Andor is was so loved is because it just told a complete story. Yeah. Like, it's going to get a season two and it's like, oh, cool. But it's like, it didn't need it. It told a complete story and it was season, really entertaining. Season two, Death Star pulls up to planet, zap the end. Every all these like Mando and stuff always ends with like, and then this happens. Tune in next time. That's kind of what I'm not excited about with Ahsoka. Like they ended on a huge cliffhanger. Yeah, and well, I'm just, I thought I had heard that Dave Filoni got the green light for like a movie. He does, and, and I heard the opposite that it was just going to be a mini series, and that's it's supposed to. He he was he got this mini series, and then they're doing a movie that's set in this time period. Which so has to be the Thrawn movie. They have to do a Thrawn movie, is what I'm guessing. Because I'm excited back. for a Thrawn movie. Because that would be that would be pretty cool. Except for you're gonna get a bunch of characters that you had to watch the TV shows to know yeah. anything about. Well, good thing I wasted the last five years of my <laughs> life watching the TV shows. So yeah, and I can be un- one of the unless, happy geeks in the movie. Uh, unless he d- he writes it to where yeah, if you've watched the shows, you know the characters. Otherwise, maybe have it where you can kind of relearn them. A little I did bit. hear a uh, interesting take from somebody that was like watching Ahsoka was like watching A New Hope. Because it's like you don't really know what's going on. You're just thrown into this world and you're just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. And it's yeah, like that kind of makes sense. So I guess you probably can just watch it and, and not be like super confused. I mean, Star Wars has always been well, kind of like giant spaceship, bad dude with a light yeah. sword. Put it together. Yeah. Like the first like Darth Maul shows up out of nowhere. It's not like we knew anything about him before and he's yeah. just yeah, cool. And that that does work. I mean, I haven't watched Ahsoka, but I've been seeing a lot of stuff about it. I do plan on watching it, but I also plan on eventually watching Rebels. I'll probably watch Ahsoka then Rebels because mm. I'm weird like that. Yeah, I mean, you but can watch it vice versa. That it's not is a good way to do it of like just throwing people in because the problem is anymore. People expect you to just fully explain every little detail yeah. between yeah. everything that doesn't leave any room of like, why are these characters bickering? What's wrong with these two? Why do these two are close? You know, I think I was, I saw a post, I think on Reddit the other day in like, it's kind of getting concerning. So like the two giant geekdoms nowadays is star Wars and Marvel. Right? Yeah. 
it's getting concerning on the amount of content that both of them have. If we're not even yeah. counting books in comics or video games, if you look at there's what over 25 movies for Marvel. Yeah. Marvel's there's, ridiculous. There's about 11 of them for Star Wars. Then each of them have close to I think Marvel now is getting upwards of 10 TV series. Yeah. And then Star Wars, I guess if you count the animated ones, you have about 10 of those. Yeah. People are calculating the time to watch it is literally in the years now. If you calculate <laughs> yeah. having a well, full time yeah, job and just watching <laughs> it in the evenings at like a couple hours a day. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. The, the problem is, is they don't set them up to where they can be individually watched. Yeah. I feel like they need to do kind of what like DC is doing right now with like James Gunn's thing where he's like, these are what's going to connect these are their own thing you can watch them separately like just give it make it clear of like also have big things and then smaller things like i kind of like i kind of feel like the age of having to connect everything well the thing like what the post was arguing is like especially with marvel marvel's getting to be this behemoth that we literally have almost multiple generations of people that are going to be born after like avengers have come out Mm mm-hmm to the point where, like, if you told somebody, like, to understand Marvel, you have to start in 2008 with Iron Man. <laughs> well, yeah. they're trying to be like the comic books, except for here's the thing. Comic book runs end and then reboot. Also, you can read a whole comic book line in, like, two hours if you really want it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The only reason they were around, a line would be around for several years is because of the fact it takes time to write, illustrate, yeah. do all that. I mean, not saying that it doesn't take a ton of work for movies, but when you make a super company that just churns out. Yeah. And like the, I guess the thing the post, the poster was saying is like Marvel, especially just Disney in general is like going to kill these big franchises. Yeah. Cause uh, there's going to be put to a point. Marvel's basically to the point where the new generation of people is not going to watch Marvel. Especially no, and, cause it starts to suck. And that's why, yeah. that's like, why nobody usually, wants to watch Marvel. Like it's just, yeah, it's, well, that's oh, sorry, too much where it, it's not interesting anymore. It's like too much history that they can't do anything interesting without upsetting too many people. Yeah. So they just give up. That's also though why you see with like not counting like Disney movies and stuff. Why certain movies you see a new version of them every decade or so is because marketing wise or just in general, if you want to keep a franchise or something alive, you have to reset it a little bit so that the newer generation gets what's going on yeah, yeah. a reboot or something like that. yeah yeah which makes sense like transformers had that multiple generations of releases you had original gen yeah. one and, transformers and then they rebooted it because they're like oh okay well people are now old enough now it's like they can like these don't really vibe with like the newer generation. Yeah, exactly. so. I like that there's stuff like Star Wars where like everything connects, so you can yeah. just like watch and read everything and like piece together everything. But when it becomes like Mando season two, and then Boba Fett had random Mando episodes in it, and then season three like ignored what happened in season two because he had to watch Boba Fett, then it's like this is stupid. That yeah. was yeah. that was one of the worst decisions they've ever made. Yeah, like having the ending of Boba Fett season, the Boba Fett season being basically Mandalorian season 2.5. Yeah. Was insane. They could have had Mando in it without baby, without Grogu. Yeah, but why did we have to have this whole sub story? We had to, for some reason, they had to throw him back into it and then bring 
then bring them both into it when they could have just had Mando like it would have fit fine. Yeah. And then do the Grogu thing. It would have fit really well because it would have been a new bounty hunter. Yeah. Helping defeat an old bounty hunter of Cad Bane. Plus plus also they kind of owed him too. Yeah. Yeah. The rumor was that they forced them to do that for merchandise and grep, which kind of makes sense because it's such a stupid decision. I can't imagine any creative person deciding to do that because it is really, really dumb. It is. I don't get it. Season three just so easily been without Grogu. Yeah. And then at the end of it, Grogu meets back up with them. Like that could have been the big thing at the end. Yeah. That would have been just Mando season three. Just pick up immediately from right there. Yeah. Then, well, you do all of season three without Grogu. Then you end it. Grogu meets up with him again. And then season four continues their adventures together. It's like it is getting a little intense. Are they on the third season of Mando? They just finished the third season. Yeah. Okay. Third but season it's like, ended with. We're talking about them referencing different things. Like I watched all Ahsoka, mm-hmm. and apparently I didn't know that because I dropped Mando season three. Yeah. I got bored of it. They reference Mando season three in Ahsoka, yeah, they and I'm do. just like, "What the frick is going on? I don't understand." <laughs> And then, yeah. So now I have to go watch Mando season three. I just Ezra Bridger was so good in um in, in Ezra Ahsoka. was amazing. He was the best. He he was the only character that felt exactly like the character in the TV yes. show, where he's just like, I don't need my lightsaber. The Force is my ally, and then just immediately picks up blaster. blaster. <laughs> he's great. Uh, the whole fight with Ahsoka versus the Night Witch that was really yeah. Fun. That was cool. But, yeah. Very cool. Did they ever explain why they were on another system? Yeah, they just kind of teleported there. (laughs) Anyways, Loki is good because it's more than six freaking episodes or eight episodes. Yeah. Is it a full 12 season? Yeah, because the first season was 12 episodes. The second season is also going to be 12 episodes, Sweet. I assume. And it just I'll makes it, it so I, much better. I enjoyed Loki season one. So. Yeah, it's actually like a good show. It's like interesting things are happening the whole like time. And, and Loki's just an interesting character. Yeah, I really like uh, the detective guy that's with him. He's great. Oh, uh, was his name Mobius? Yeah. yeah. It's funny because there's like this weird back and forth thing of like they're on this. this Everything's melting down and like the world is burning. And they're also kind of like detective beat cops that are yeah. just kind of chilling sometimes <laughs> cool. like there's a scene where they're just eating pie and it's like meanwhile there is an actual like big meltdown going on that could destroy this like whole <laughs> place it's a good show though i have to pick it's, it up it's actually enjoyable too. it feels it feels kind of like andor where it feels purposeful instead yeah. of just we're gonna throw cool things because we think it looks cool. Nostalgia, yeah. new stuff. Here we go. And this person's gonna say something quirky, and and you're yeah. gonna like them. Oh, That's cool. all I got. It doesn't right. suck. That's good. Nowadays, <laughs> if it doesn't suck, it's better than like, I guess. Most nothing. shows should just not suck, and then some of them be good. But yes. too many are like awful or just. Like, well, that's kind of how I feel about the over an- overall anime season this time around. It's like, it doesn't suck. Yeah. It's not amazing. There's a couple outstanding shows, but it doesn't, it doesn't suck. suck. So yeah. talking about Zom 100 was amazing. It was cut down in its prime. It literally was. But yeah. yeah. That is a show that was like amazing. Whereas like that show just other shows brought just joy. <laughs> didn't suck. All right. Well, I think that's where we're going to end it for tonight. So hopefully you All enjoyed right. it. 
That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we can edit that out. That's fine. Uh, all right. If we're done, then I guess if you like this podcast, like, subscribe. I don't know. Glue googly eyes to it. Boom. Where can they find us? Isn't it the Facebook, the Twit? We're not on Facebook. No. Oh, oh, yeah. Barely yeah. even on Twitter. We're barely on Twitter. You uh, know, if you want to contact YouTube. us, leave a comment on YouTube or email us. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't even like getting on Twitter anymore. Twitter isn't yeah. even Twitter anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's x.com. Okay. So it's not the Twit. It's the Twat. I might as well. <laughs> <laughs> I might as well be on the hub instead. Yeah. It sounds more reputable. Either way, give us a like or a thumbs up or whatever you young people do anymore. I don't know. <laughs> spin your phone and hit yeah, the Yeah, spin button. the phone, throw it against the wall, get a new one. Bottom Just flicker. like, leave comments. I post your entire life story on there. I don't know. We're bored. We'll listen. Yeah. Anyways, good night, people. All right. See you all later.